You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. Hello, everyone. This is the Good Reverend Jim and Crazy Ronnie's back. <laughs> That's me. Hello. <laughs> Actually, my crazy friend. Uh, I was just going to put it out there. She's ready to kill someone right now. So uh, it's going to be a fun show. <laughs> so uh, I'm leaving the room and may the force be with you. Fuck. Save yourself, man. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Save yourself, Dave. Damn it. <laughs> well, Ronnie, how are you doing? Really? Do you, you have a joke? Me do you have a joke? I do have a joke. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm going to massacre this, but this was uh, my friend Les told me this joke last week in mm-hmm. – at the uh, yeah. Octagon Nature Sanctuary down in Punta Gorda, Florida. So everybody needs to go down there. Yeah, vacation and avoided my show again. Nice. Yes, that's true. So a pirate walks into the bar. He's got a peg leg and a hook for a right hand and a patch over one of his eyes. And the bartender says, oh, my gosh, what happened to you? He's like, ah, lost my leg to a shark. He's like, oh, that sucks. What happened to your arm? Oh, a cannonball blew it straight off my arm. It's like, oh, man, what about your eye? Oh, first day with the hook. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I don't know why my pirates sound Scottish, but whatever, roll with it. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I, I, I know. I know Scottish. I was like, ah, oh, that sounds like a pirate. Oh, I guess they're not Scottish, I guess are they? <laughs> are they Scottish? They are now. There you go. It's Pro- my world. You're just a Pro- squirrel wrong. trying to get a nut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this so this comedy show is not a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> In case the joke didn't give that away. <laughs> yeah, we still got to look in those comedy classes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Really? Who's the funny one now? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that whole Ronnie wants to kill somebody thing? Yeah. Moving on. It's a joke. Funny. I'm laughing inside where it counts. Yeah, it's the outside that night that I worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this show is actually about making the world a better place so you don't <laughs> kill people. <laughs> and I see that was a good relationship. I can fuck with Ronnie because uh, we have a good relationship, I think, sometimes. We do. Yeah. We always do. Yeah, sometimes. Cheers. What do you mean? Hey. <laughs> yeah, let's toast to water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, so, so this show is about uh, uh, trying to make the world a better place. And I see relationships as being a key for doing that. And uh, – so uh, I see uh, astrology as being one of my, my primary tools. Uh, Ronnie's trying to cheat. She's trying to look at my Ooh. notes. I this, So this show I actually gave a Ronnie and Elizabeth was supposed to be her too. Uh, yeah, Elizabeth, I, what the heck? Actually, usually I don't tell them what we're talking about on the show, and they just roll with the punches. Uh, Ronnie's really good at doing that kind of stuff. But I gave them the, 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 what the show is about. You're so sucking up to me. I'm not going to kill you today. <laughs> oh, thank you. Today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Elizabeth, who uh, is she's one of those kids that doesn't do her homework, and when she doesn't do her homework, she's oh, I'm sick today. I can't come to school. So that's why she's not here. Elizabeth. Yep, yep. She's the one that's like, Jimmy, why don't you tell me what the show's about? It's like, fine, I'll do it. And I do that, and she goes away. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, she's like, yeah, I didn't do my homework either, so screw you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to kill you than to read up on something. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> so the show's about relationships, and I, I see relationships that are being critical to making this world a better place. And one of my keys is astrology. We talked about it quite a bit in previous shows. I'm going to review something really quickly here. Um, so to me, astrology, you don't have to believe in astrology. The one thing I do want you to believe in is that people are different. Oh, you have like a little uh, T-shirt Ooh. that has like ribcages. It's like a skeleton. Yeah. It does have a – it's a. It's actually – 
a Barbie shirt. Barbie came out with a Halloween Barbie, and this was the you know then they sold the adult version of the T-shirt, and I just liked it because it looked kind of like Barbie. Yeah, yeah. Bitch got everything. Does she have one of the fuck you shirts that she always wears? Oh my god! <laughs> if she did, I would totally be a Barbie collector. <laughs> We're gonna have crazy Barbie. <laughs> Barbie with like the steak knives. Bar- oh my god, that would that sounds awesome. We should totally pitch that Mattel. You could have like Barbie recreates The Shining. It's like you know Barbie's here, stuff like that. That's awesome. Or Barbie is like uh, Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers, things like this. We, we could we could we can do the we can do the same thing. We just do do a different name. We call it, we call it Ronnie. Is that Barbie? Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> the Ronnie Dell. <laughs> Limited edition. <laughs> And she really comes to life and kills you while you're sleeping. <laughs> I'm not in a bad mood. No, <clears throat> Everything's fine. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Anyways, uh, so we're talking about. Uh, so I use astrology personality. You don't. You don't have to believe in astrology. Uh, it's a tool to me because it helps me realize that people are different and uh, they fall in different categories. You're not going to get along with everyone. Some people you're going to just gel with. Some people you're not. So a uh, uh, really quick thing about astrology. One thing we always talk about on the show is I break. People down to like three different categories. Uh, we call it the beginners or the crazies. That's me. Yep. And that'd be <laughs> the, like the Cancers, the Libras, the Capricorns, and the other person. Um, <laughs> Aries. <laughs> you know what? I was, I was going to put the notes there. I was going to put the, the listings right there. Keep going. Keep going. I got to uh, step up for one second. Go. All right. Let's go take a shit. <laughs> She's gonna be tough for a while. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so we we break people down into like the uh, 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 three different categories. Uh, I call them the beginners, which are the, the 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 Libras, the Cancers, the Aries, and the Capricorns. Uh, they're the beginning of the seasons, and they tend to have these personalities that tend to be like very fun, which a lot of people associate with crazy. You know, it's like, oh my god, we had such a crazy time with that girl the other day. It's crazy. Yeah, so we we call them the crazy people. Uh, then we have the people that are in the middle of the season, which we call the bitches. They tend to be very strong. They have the rusting bitch face. They're very assertive and all that kind of stuff. Um, then we have the, uh, the the bitches are the uh, uh, Taurus, the Leos, the oh my god, I can't and the other ones, and the ones, <laughs> Aquarius, and Taurus, Leo, Scorpio. That's my favorite bitch. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's true. And, and, and the Scorpio. So those are what we call the, the bitches. And then at the uh, end, we have the, the geeks, uh, like me. So I'm a, I'm a Pisces. The Pisces are geeks, the Geminis, the Sagittarius. My wife hates it when I say that. But yes, you're honey. You're a, you're a geek. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you, <laughs> little dork. <laughs> and uh, the Virgos. So they're all the geeks. Okay. Oh, my God. So... So enough about what you're talking about because I just got like a, a really funny joke from uh, my my amazing friend Patricia. People are finally responding on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just finally got online. But um, what's the difference between a Ritz cracker and a lesbian? What? One's a snack cracker. The other is a crack snacker. <laughs> the show is really going downhill. <laughs> oh, she said a dirty one. What do you call? Oh, oh, that was a clean one. That was pretty good. <laughs> what do you call a lesbian dinosaur? What? A lickalotopus. <laughs> <laughs>
this show's going to be a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. My ADD is off the charts. What are we talking about today, Jim? Uh, Apparently lesbians. (laughs) Gotta love them. Seriously. Uh, So, uh, okay. So, so, um. I use these really bad words for describing uh, people because I want you to embrace your bad side because I think if you embrace it. that's the fun side. Yeah. Well, I want you to say something. <laughs> I love it when I say it. It's like, yeah, you're the bitch category. And uh, Jessica on this show, she's like, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Evan, he's like, no, dad, I'm a dork or nerd or whatever he likes to be called. He doesn't like to be called a geek. He likes to be called a nerd, I think. Yeah. He's like, no, dad, I'm a nerd. Get it right. <laughs> Ryan's like, yeah, I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that works for me. So, so I think that's really good when people embrace like who you are. And that's what astrology taught me. It's like, hey, I'm a geek. That's cool. Let's roll with it. And uh, uh, that's, that's fine. You were born in your astrology. So I think it's fine to use these bad words because you can't change what you're born like. You know, you're born a cancer. Hello? You're- well, I, I think that the problem is that people have like a just the negative connotation of the words that they're like pre-mandated to believe is like – their their belief is the only one that's you know like yeah. like the word you know c u n t is technically C-U-N-T like Tuesday. exactly right <laughs> but like um I actually have a book about it and it's it started out as being a powerful word of like they start off being Monday c u n m I couldn't really say it but um yeah and it's just I mean whatever yeah. I can I can totally be a bitch too but I'm more fun and crazy than bitchy I like, I like you crazy. I know when I'm bitchy, I, I don't even like myself. Melissa, Melissa's a, a bitch, but uh, <laughs> of course we got Victoria, Evan's girlfriend, a little bitch. She's a, she never comes on the show. I love her though. But she's a bitch. What sign is she? Aquarius. Oh, that's a problem. Oh, I need an Aquarius too. If you're Aquarius and need a job, let me know. Wait, Sally's a an Aquarius, but she's on the other side of the it'd state. Be, yeah, it'd be convenient if you're on the side of the state. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, so, so. I say these negative words because, you know, it's like, it's like, it's okay because you can't change it. It's like, you can't change your born to cancer. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, you think I'm crazy? Yeah, I'm not really crazy. It's like, okay, fine, prove it. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, like, you are born with crazy tendencies. Now, what level of crazy you take that to? You know, I, I know some people that are in that crazy category, that very passive type people and stuff like that. You're one of my, I like you higher up on the spectrum. <laughs> on the crazy you. spectrum. That's why I love Ronnie so much. She's, she's like nice and crazy for me, <laughs> and I love crazy. <laughs> but uh, uh, but you know, what you, uh, well, the thing is, you're you're born this way. But you know how you're raised and stuff like that kind of like you know determines like what you do with it. And if you look at the bitches, right? Uh, Obama was in that bitch category, but he would be like the the best case bitch, you know, because he's like very polished, very smooth, very personable, and all that kind of stuff. You don't see the the bad side of him. Uh, do you remember John McEnroe? The tennis player? Yes. Yeah. Same category. Very different. John McRae, for all of you kids out there, he was a tennis player back in like the 70s. I think 80s. Because he ended up marrying, um, what's her name? Um, the girl tennis. that got the youngest uh, Academy Award nomination. What was her name? Really? Tatum O'Neill. Really? Yeah. Yeah. For Paper Moon. Ha ha! Who's the dumb one now? About that stuff? Me. Uh, <laughs> John Macro, for you, uh, look at some of his video. He's notorious for being a, he's a really good tennis player, but he used to. Come on now. We're, we're, we're going to a rape right now? This is born this way. Oh. But I can't hear it to go. play it, so yeah. That's what you, that's what you get. Oh. So. 
That's all I got. Oh, because I seen your porn site. Ah, gotcha. Ah, no. It just it. takes me a minute. You got to talk slower. Oh, it takes me a minute too to find the, follow the bouncing <laughs> balls. Like, why are you playing this song? I was like, okay, we're talking about this. Okay, so anyways, boy, it's gonna be a struggle. This show. It's gonna be a miracle if we get past the first. <laughs> <laughs> the first bullet point is still up for grabs. My point was uh, John Mack was notorious for being a really good tennis player that used to yell and scream on the court all the time. You'd be yelling to, uh, you think that we cuss and swear a lot. You should hear John Mack around the tennis court. You know what's the ref. funny is uh, I was called out for having such a bad pot, um, potty mouth because, you know, I just don't care. It must have been a stranger. But it was pretty, no, no, it was actually a friend who I thought had a bad potty mouth. And then they said, oh, you you really swear a lot. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> so I'm going to, this is my challenge for the next week is I'm going to curb the number of times I tell people to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a show that, I did a show once where we said, okay, we're not going to swear so much. And then I swore the whole damn show. And I did not. And you did not. Yeah. So there we go. I've got so, so you, much you, self-control. You, 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyways, you're born that way, like like I gotta assess. So, so there's, there's, there's some ways you're born, but your un your upbringing, you know, you know, molds what you, your your tools are. I mean, what you're born with. I mean, your upbringing probably changes a bunch of things. Go with it. Okay, just go with it. So no, no, no. I'm totally in agreement. But right. I'm thinking, um, what what is it like? Environment against nature versus nurture. Thank you. That's the one. Oh no, I got one. Yeah, I need that bell. <laughs> <Ding! laughs> uh, yeah. So so um, so. Anyways, so you're born with some things in you, like astrology, and then your environment's going to change how you are. So not every cancer is like as wonderful as Ronnie. Yes, you know, there's some cancers <laughs> that I actually don't like so much. Or I like still like them, but but not as much as Ronnie. So uh, uh, they're, they're, they're different levels of uh, crazy. But <laughs> but uh, your environment might change how that is. So uh, uh, going with the astrology thing, the other thing we talk about is like, you know, you're not compatible with everyone, you know, like or not, you know, a, a cancer versus like a, 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 a... <laughs> maybe not use me. I'm just saying. Um, uh, 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 Pisces. And uh, um, I love everyone. You're so Except for Aquarius. No Geminis. No Aquarius. Nobody likes Geminis. I don't like Aquarius. You love Sally. How dare you? Actually, I shouldn't say that because I love Sophia. Sophia's like a curious. Um, okay, I hate the, everybody. So you can oh, go with Okay, so, some, take, some people take a little bit more work. Okay? <laughs> so, some people are. Yeah. Some, sometimes you have to actually like just kind of breathe through the stupidity until you find something that you love about somebody. Harkens back to many episodes ago when I said <laughs> Joel Osteen said – or Aust, what a Osteen, however you say. When I said uh, – yeah. He he said, um, there's, "There's something good about everybody, even if the only good thing they ever do is become good worm food." Yeah. So if you wait, if you have to wait to like somebody because they're feeding your plants, that works. Yeah. So I, I so what I said, so I you can love everyone, but my thing is like some people come easier with. <laughs> so and that's what astrology teaches me. So you're compatible with some people, you're not so compatible with other people. Even if you're compatible, me and Ronnie were comp- are compatible. I like her a lot, and we we, we click. And I, I think. tolerate you well, and I tolerate well. <laughs> uh, but we fought too, and then uh, so there's, even the, these issues come up there, and this is where we started talking about uh, DBT type stuff, which we need to finish up that program. We only got like a halfway through it, then we went to politics. DBT is truly amazing, and politics are freaking horrible. So yeah, see, uh, so we're I think that you need the DBT to deal with the politics. Because, yes, dear Lord, what is going on in this world? 
No, what we need is what you so you said I you want to kill someone. Don't put it in there. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, so, so so this DBT type stuff is is, is, is uh, was was we were talking about this thing. And what is is this a it's a a therapy for crazy people? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> well, it's it is a um it's a wonderful way of reorganizing your thought processes in order to deal with certain cer- certain circumstances in your life of which you are. Not able to avoid. But it was developed for some people that fall into a different category. Such as, which does not make them crazy. Crazy means fun. That's a good leeway. Thank you so much. So, um, so th- th- this course was uh, is, to, uh, is to manage overwhelming emotions, handle distress without losing control or acting destructively. Um, so we, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, something I kind of left out where I kind of danced around a little bit. I never said why it was created and – I want to touch on that because I think that's really important. And 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 to to me, when I was going through all this kind of stuff, that was like the the the. Uh, uh, I'm a geek, so yes. I I need to know like every little detail of something for for me for it to sink into me, and like the history. I hate when they start history class at like the I don't know like 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 the the like the I don't know like Civil War. It was like, well, what happened before that? Who gives a crap? Well, I didn't because I was like, well, okay, I, here's I, me going like, because I'm the fun but dumb. I I'm like, oh god, don't bore me with these crap and blah. blah, blah. Well, I always felt lost because like, it's like, shouldn't we start history at the beginning of time and then work our way up? Actually, the, the, How many times can you go over the beginning of time though? Like seriously, I don't remember doing that till college. Well, just because your teachers were boring as hell. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. that's it. But but whatever it is, so 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 I, th- I think the the, the point is this this class in that right context was was uh. Um, it was, it was 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 kind of is neat, and it actually goes along with all the stuff I preach about, kind of like astrology. So this course was developed actually to treat a, a kind of specific uh, 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 disorder. Uh, it's, it's created for a specific disorder, actually for a specific situation for this disorder. So it's, it's specifically created to help people, females in particular, that were suicidal uh, because of borderline personality disorder. So that's what it's created for. And it turned out uh, this course uh, is such a good thing that now it's applied to everything. Like Ronnie took it for PTSD. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it applies to everything. But but uh, so this borderline personality disorder is really interesting. And what you're saying about like uh, the, the crazy is not really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I think about this borderline personality disorder. It's kind of crazy, but it's not really crazy. Well – the reason why I stopped you on saying that is because of the negative connotation of crazy in this circumstance. Right. Like we can say that I'm crazy because, yeah, I'm I'm the first one to volunteer to do something really dumb and fun. Right. But to say that somebody with borderline personality disorder is crazy, you know, it's like, you know, yes. it's it's like people with borderline personality disorder outside talking to trees. It's like, okay, you know, well, let's go ahead and 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 talk about it as if though it is still a human with like. Possibly a an upset mindset. Well, okay, so 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 that's why I said like the the astrology. I can call you crazy because you can't control that. And people say, oh fuck it, you know, I, I can't, you know, I, I can't. It's not my fault. So right, I was like, right. yeah, I don't care. Um, I think the problem when you get to in these psychological type things like borderline personality or, or depression or bipolar or schizophrenia, whatever it is, um, uh, people automatically go to the negative right away and into the the bad. stuff. Stereotypes. So in that kind of case, I actually don't want to be like uh, use these flippant words mm-hmm. like you're crazy. And to, to me, like like someone's a borderline personality. I mean, I guess people call it crazy, but but it, it's not. And actually, it, it turns out that this borderline personality disorder, they actually want to rename it. There's a big huge thing about renaming it because they're like to what? 
uh, well, one thing is they want to call it like a borderline disorder because they want to get the personality. You, you know, psychology type stuff, but uh, I don't know as well as you do probably. But apparently there's something about putting personality in there. It's like, oh, you, there's something flawed with your personality, so we can't mm-hmm. put that in there. So they want to take that out of there. And then even the borderline, uh, I think at one point they said borderline because it kind of crossed over a couple, like it, it had indications of two different types of things or a few mm-hmm. different things. But that's not quite right either. So uh, someone said that it, uh, another option was emotional uh, instability disorder. Which sounds pretty appropriate for what it is. I don't like that one either. Really? Why? Oh, you can be that emotional, Renny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah the next it, thing you know, oh, you're a snowflake. Fuck off. Yeah, I am. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I get fucking emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you cry. But but even emotional, I mean, it sounds a little bit better. You know, and I think it's a little bit closer to a thing. But but here it's saying it's like you have problems with your emotions. And if you when you read up on this 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 this, this thing, um, that's not really quite it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they had another one: emotionally unstable personality disorder. That does. That's the one you like the best. Fuck no, no, no. Okay, no, good. No, no, no. I was like, because that one's the one I like the least thus far. No, I, how about I, I came off my own. Oh, okay, go ahead. Uh, extreme intuition disorder. I like it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, uh, the, you don't anything about Barline, do you? I know everything about everything. Uh, Ryan falls <laughs> in that category where they tend to bullshit a lot, so they sound pretty confident. <laughs> I'm a good like salesperson. <laughs> no, no, no. She's a salesperson, so she she, she, <laughs> and she pulled these little things just enough to make her sound really smart. But then we start digging into it. It's like, hey, don't know, are you talking yeah. about you? <laughs> don't ask me too many details. Let me just kind of surface skate this one, and then I'll just move to the next topic real quick before you ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here, so so the the, the 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 basics of this 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 this, this thing. I don't even want to call it disorder. I mean, but it, it is, so it's fine. This, uh, hmm. I don't know what you would call it other than that. Well, let, 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 well, let me think it out with you a little bit here. So, so the basics of it is, uh, some people are are born very. Uh, one of the things they call sensitive. We talked about this on a previous show. Mm-hmm. Sensitive. I don't want to say sensitive because that can be like, oh my god, you're so sensitive. Yeah. Uh, but but the, the, they gave an example like sensitive to like uh, a tune to their environment. I talked about how they had the babies. They did a baby experiment where they tickle all these babies with a feather. They tickle their nose with a feather. And some babies had no reaction at all. Other babies had a lot of reaction. Really? Yeah. So they said some people are just more sensitive. It's not just like you know their feelings, but it's just like just they're just more in tuned. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, there's some babies that are just born more sensitive and some are just not. And, and – um and uh, you know what happens is uh, if you take someone that's uh, and I also I'm going to tie to intuitive too because these people are, tend to be more perceptive and very mm-hmm. and intuitive also. So let's suppose you have someone that's born that way that is like super good at picking up on things, and they're being raised in this horrible family where where uh, the, the 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 baby would say or the kid would say is like. Oh my God! Is like this is happening over here. This person thinks this. No, they don't. You're mm-hmm. overreacting. You know oh. that's what we call invalidating. And so there's y- nothing worse. Yeah, there's somebody who's sensitive. So who's empathetic. Yeah. So yeah, that's what these people tend to be. They tend to be very empathetic too. So mm-hmm. here you got this person that's very in tune to their surroundings and stuff like that. But they grow up in this environment where they're being constantly told like, no, 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 no. You don't know what you're doing. And what it does is it makes them lose kind of like themselves in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it just it's, it's kind of it just beats them down. And the person's like, no, no, this is really, really true. It's like, I see this thing. 
it's almost like we're talking about on the way here. It's like, I told you so. I told you so. And then, then they, you know, they validate themselves. Mm-hmm. But still, in the future, they keep on being super sensitive to, like, all these other people. Well, but, what really sucks is when, when somebody has it and they're like, I told you so. And then you can prove somebody wrong. Somehow or another, those those other people, like the family members of, in your example case, of like somebody beating them down. No, they don't. You're fine. Quit being so sensitive. And then you prove that you were right. Then they're still like, so what? Are you super proud of yourself? It's kind of yeah. like a fuck yeah, I am because yeah. I was right all along. How about you kiss my ass? But they don't. They can't even get validation for being right. It's like no matter what, you're gonna get crazy. But then, then that person gets labeled as being crazy. Yep. And now, sensitive. Or, or or having a disorder. Mm-hmm. Who has a disorder? The assholes. Huh? Well, well, then that's where we go a little bit further now. If you have a whole lifetime of this shit where people are like always doing this to you, um, you're always on edge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so now, you know, and that's where the emotional part comes into. You're seen as the overly emotional person because like every freaking time I tell people this thing and they never freaking listen to me. I'm going to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a lot like me. It's not yet. me. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I've only killed three. I mean, I have not killed <laughs> <laughs> three uh, ants. I only killed three ants. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but th- that's that's the basics. That that's the foundations of this 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 borderline personality disorder. It starts off with someone that you know, in a sense, they have a gift. In a sense, you know, they have a gift where they're very attuned. But then, if if they're on, you know, if they actually they say these people are born very sensitive. If they're born up, if they're if they're born in the right family. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with nice parents that like you know nurture them all that kind of stuff, teach them how to do with it, just fine. But you know, if this poor kid is born in this family that is is like a, a, a complete mess and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that they're they're, they're used to a family that doesn't appreciate them for what they are, an invalidation, yeah, constantly. And yeah. What you end up with is, is is an adult, and they they usually can't pick up. Actually, this is a really hard thing for for uh, psychiatrists to pick up on, anyways. Uh, this particular. Okay, disorder. So, should we call it disorder? Or? Well, it is. Why? Why? Um, let's see. What can I come up with here? What kind of crap can I come up with to answer that question with? Let me get back to you on that one. Why is it a disorder? I think because it's like rapid function. Take a timeout. <laughs> what? What? You can't leave me. Yeah, I can. Oh my god! I got to take shit now. <laughs> okay, so Jim just left me, and I guess I have to talk uh, amongst myself. Um, so common symptoms of borderline personality disorder are um, the fear of abandonment, which I don't know why anybody would really care. Like being alone is kind of fun. But um, and emotional instability, feelings of worthlessness, insecurity, impulsivity, and impaired social relationships, which can all be caused by um, bad families. Um, Telling them what a, a worthless piece of crap they're like. Imagine in the Brady Bunch, if Mr. Brady was always like harping on, I don't know which one was the Jan. most like Jan. It was always Jan. Jan was mashy, really mashy, the sensitive mashy. one. Was yeah, it, like oh my god, look at my new was hair. It, was it Sally? Was the young one? No, the youngest one was Cindy. Oh, Cindy, yeah, Cindy. And um, <clears throat> you know, if, if they'd have turned around and been like, "God, Jan, you're so stupid. Why don't you stop crying?" Because you know. I don't know. Jan, you're overreacting. Marsha doesn't get that much attention. She's really pretty, though. But she doesn't get that exactly. much attention. She's beautiful. Oh, my it's God. too bad for you that you're not as pretty as your sister. <laughs> but, Jan, you're just overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that would kind of suck even more. Yeah. Impulsivity and impaired social relationships. But I don't think she had all of those. Huh. 
Are you trying to diagnose a, a TV character? Yeah, actually, and I, just, <laughs> I was just thinking about it because I remember at one point in time they had um, Winnie the Pooh characters. They they said that each one of the Winnie the Pooh characters um, exhibited certain psychological issues. Maybe depression? Definitely. <laughs> Manic depression, Tigger, yeah. Tigger, crazy. I think Tigger was ADD. I don't care. I don't want to hang out with him, though. <laughs> you don't? I do. I know, right? I'm crazy, like, man. Have fun with that, baby. But he falls in the crazy category. Is, is astrology being the crazy category? I bet. You yeah, would probably be like, us geeks tend to be like the. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would totally be um, Roo, the, the little kangaroo, the baby kangaroo. No, he's kind of cool. Who's like totally smart and totally kind of like calming everybody down and like, okay, well, you got to do this, blah, 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 blah. I'm not that bad. Yeah. Uh, No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Pooh is? Pooh? Uh, hmm. Maybe Pooh's the one. Maybe Pooh's got borderline where he's always w- looking for validation from everybody. No. So, so, so the, the, the board. You tell me no. Don't you tell me no. No. Well, uh, Oh, Pooh has bulimia. Bulimia. Bulimia? Yeah, whatever. So he eats and then eats. He like gorges himself. Well, yeah, but it doesn't affect other people. Though. Oh, and it says Rue is ADHD. Oh, my God. I meant Piglet. No, you're not Piglet. Piglet. PTSD. Uh, Christopher Robin had schizophrenia. They're saying. Because he's talked to a bunch of stuff. <laughs> the owl had Alzheimer's. Tigger was bipolar. The rabbit was generalized anxiety. Of course, Eeyore is depression. Um, the Huffalump was PTSD, which makes sense. I don't know. It's like a gopher or something. I don't know who that is. Is OCD. That's all I got. You picked up that quickly? Yeah. You gotta love the internet. <laughs> I, I can freaking rock some research. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so, so the, 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 this, uh, so that's the, uh, I don't, see, I don't like the whole disorder thing because it wasn't like, um, it's, 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 it's it makes, it should make. Because of the negative connotation of it, that there's something actually truly wrong with somebody. But it's not necessarily them. I mean, I mean, yeah, they have some issues. But I mean, it's, it's um, yeah, actually, they have a lot of issues. But but I mean, it's 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 uh, it's not like they're flawed, you know. But there's a chance that they are. I think that you might be simplifying it as well because somebody with the actual disorder isn't just like they're they're pissed off because somebody's like done them wrong or whatever, but. Sometimes just like irrational, like completely fly off the handle, pissed off about like everybody's kind of like looking around like what the fuck, or um, not these people, the borderline personality. No, it's not what it says. No, but you read the wrong book, man. <laughs> You're reading my books. <laughs> you want done your freaking homework? <laughs> <laughs> Doing it right now. So, so someone described this thing. They're saying it's like having a Ferrari, right? This is what a, a, a borderline person is. It's like having a, yeah. a Ferrari with uh, bicycle brakes. Huh. <laughs> okay. So right, was, that makes sense. So they they have they have, have all this, this this potential and stuff like that, but unfortunately, they're raised by this this dysfunctional family or parents or whatever it is, or they they have these situations. And it's a lot of times, not always, but well, actually, there's a lot of times they say there's always like a a component of like a a bad growing up environment or something like that. There's a lot of times there's abandonment in there some like place too. A lot of times, but not every time. Because uh, I mean, no. think about that kid that shot up Sandy Hook. He had like a an idealized upbringing with like his, you know, wealthy family and. But borderline people are not necessarily violent. I don't, I don't think it's 
borderline necessarily. So I mean, I'll, I'll, I know I think he was just like batshit crazy. Huh. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different crazies out there, and I, I was just focused on this one because uh, it's for his class and stuff like that. And then when I read up on, I was like, I don't know, it, it just framed everything uh, 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 bad. And then actually, the, the, the bad results of, the, of these people, and, and actually, the, 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 the telltale signs of, 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 of it's very hard to pick up for psychiatrists to pick up these people because they're fantastic people, apparently. Um, uh, the, the only time that the, there's trouble usually is with their close relationships. They tend to have a lot of relationship problems. And because they have so many relationship problems, they feel very unloved. Uh, they have abandonment issues. And this leads to thinking uh, suicidal thoughts, you know, they, uh, suicide. This is the – apparently this is the only disorder that suicide is part of the diagnosis or symptoms. Yeah, you know, when, when they're doing the checklist of what, 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 what you are. Really? This is the only one would think that that like major depressive disorder would also have a a tendency to be suicidal. No, this yeah. this is I mean yes, I mean, there's the suicide like PTSD. PTSD it, it, you know there's a high suicide rate with PTSD people. Mm-hmm. But it's not really part of the diagnosis because with PTSD, you know like like you had an issue happen where where it's like um they know exactly what the issue is, you know, and and, yeah. and a lot of the issue is that reoccurring issue popping up. So you can diagnose it very easily. Right. Yeah. Whereas borderline is like, okay, this one's a little bit more challenging. But this is a, the reoccurring theme that pops up over and over and over again. Was, is what? Like the the desire to commit suicide? Suicide ideation, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. And actually, this summer I was talking to someone who was a teacher and they were talking about these problem kids and stuff like that. And they're saying how this kid gets upset all the time. He's like, I'm going to go kill myself. Right. And there's a lot of people, the kids that say that kind of stuff. And you know how people react to that is kind of interesting. I mean, you gotta watch how you do it. Some people, ah, he's not gonna do it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, you gotta treat it like, no, this kid actually really wants to kill himself. He, he does really want to do it. What's unfortunate though is that, uh, like, even even during my vacation when my nieces were down there, like, it's it's com- become like this common vernacular where people are like, oh my god, I totally, you know, oops, sorry, I did that wrong. I'm just gonna go kill myself now. Oh my god, and you're like, seriously. Yeah, but some Maybe, people, hey, drama, shut up. You know, some people say it when they're, I mean, I think it tells the difference between people who are just like being tongue-in-cheek yeah, and are people that really, are really agitating upset and stuff like that. Yeah. But you it, would hope, but it, I, I would think that people should and, and, you know, they also, people telling each other to, you know, kids saying, you should just, you should kill yourself. You should just go kill yourself. Like, people have actually gone to prison because of telling somebody else they need to go kill themselves. Can they go to bullying. prison for that? Yeah, it's inciting somebody else to um, harm themselves, some kind of crap like that. That yeah. girl out in Massachusetts who, like, convinced her boyfriend to get back into the car and kill himself just went pr- to prison. I wasn't sure if he actually went to prison and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean – Well, they should. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have the right to tell somebody, you know, go kill yourself, especially if somebody's already, like, on edge and, like, yeah, you should probably just do it. But the, you know, the like, whole, you know what? The, the then you're just an asshole and you should burn in hell. The, the whole suicide thing is like – it's kind of uh, – I mean it's an awkward thing because when someone says that kind of stuff, a lot of people are just like, oh, my god. That person just wants attention. Yes. So it's like, no. But do you think that person actually really, really feels so desperate that they want – they're crying out for help. They're, they're really crying for help and, 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 uh, and, and, and like these borderline people, uh, their, their, their big issue is, is that no one listens to them. No yep. one, no one validates them. You know, they 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 say something. It's like, yeah, I think this happened on there. It's, it's like, oh no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You're stupid, mm-hmm. mis mis sensitive, intuitive type empath person. You know, they're saying all this kind of stuff. It's like maybe you should say, it's like, really, 
You know, it's like, well, why do you want to kill yourself? I mean, is, is I would like, definitely not say why do you want to kill yourself because that means that you actually have not been listening to anything that they've said thus far. Well, no, but, but well, yeah, but uh, I'm just saying if someone can say, hey, Jimmy, um, I'm going to kill myself. I would probably say, no, just add Barb. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. What kind of bars do you go to? <laughs> I'm punk, man. Says the girl sitting across from me in a skeleton shirt. <laughs> I sit in a bar. This girl was all into death, apparently. She had a skeleton shirt on. And I was saying, hey, how you doing? She goes, I want to kill myself. And I was like, hmm. So did you my- want to get a drink first? Or? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is why I need Ronnie to help me out. This is why I'm socially awkward. I was just so, why do you want to kill yourself? She, uh, Ronnie has a better answer. It's like, a drink, man? <laughs> you probably want the expensive drink than diet. <laughs> diet with a tap pumps. Get the surf and turf first. Let's talk about it a minute. <laughs> no, it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of serious stuff. Yeah, for sure. And if somebody is, is threatening or um, – like, and I, don't, I don't really don't think that it matters how many times they say, you know, that they're suicidal. They truly are if they're saying it and it's – it's kind of like a cry for help, like a, oh, my God, listen, like I am literally saying the words of my inner feelings and you're not hearing them. And then you're going to actually doubt, you know, like, yeah. you know, that I'm going to kill myself. Like you fucking ass. Like how would somebody actually I just I always wonder, like, how would somebody feel uh, yeah. if they, you know, like their child was like, you know, I'm feeling really suicidal. Ah, no, you're not. Go clean your room. Yeah, that's, that's what happens to these people. Yeah, and it's it's horrible. It's like, what would happen? What? How would they feel afterwards? And then they'd probably be like, oh, well, that, that child was too sensitive anyway. It's like, maybe if you weren't yes. such an insensitive prick and listened, you wouldn't now have like, well, they probably, I, I personally believe. So why is it the child I has personally a believe. Why is it the child of the disorder then? Right? Maybe it should be like asshole family syndrome. Well, yeah, so I was, yeah. Let's the, rename the, the, this. I'm working on it. So <laughs> I, I, I got closer. I got extreme intuition dealing with assholes syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Life filled with asshole syndrome. Extreme, <laughs> wait, extreme syndrome dealing with assholes. So it's Istow. <laughs> I like it. We're going to get the next Nobel Prize in psychology. <laughs> We're going for the DSM six. Well, it, but, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's kind of means a lot to me because because it's like because like primary thing is like I talk about astrology a lot, and it's like you know what you know Victoria is a bitch, you know but she can't her. help it. But we love her, <laughs> but, or whatever you know. But when I say these, these crazy things, it's like there's nothing. I mean, that's fine, but it's like if, if, you know, if the people don't appreciate her bitchiness or, mm-hmm. or your craziness or my geekiness, it's like if, if, if I mean, can you imagine having geek dis- a geek disorder? Yeah, Jimmy has geek disorder. I'm totally going to start calling you that, though. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, next time we go out and you're doing something all dorky, I'm going to be like, dude, your geek disorder is flaring up. <laughs> Get crazy gonna, disorder. We're, we're going to need some whiskey to settle that down. <laughs> I totally love You're that. laughing at my disorder? Thanks, Ronnie. <laughs> I've been seeing a counselor for like, you know, forever. Uh, stop this. being so sensitive. Oh... <laughs> that's, those, that's those those people that have extreme intuition. What's that? Deal with the assholes. Yes. Uh, extreme intuition dealing with assholes. I gotta write this down. Yeah, that's a good one. Are we gonna put disorder at the end? Um, no, because dealing with assholes isn't 
the what's disorder. It, it's a freaking nightmare. What's, what's the word about like 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 uh, 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 extreme? I have extreme intuition. <laughs> extreme intuition dealing with assholes. God, we had a good word for disorder other than disorder. Something good. Oh, mental scotoma. Move on. Okay. Fine. I'll get back to it. Fine. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, this kind of, so I don't, like I said, this, 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 this borderline personality disorder type thing we're going to do with the popular name for now. It's a really bad name. They, they actually agree it's a bad name and they're trying to figure out a way to relate what, but it, 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 there's a whole bunch of different kind of crazies out there. And like I said, these, these, these people, they grew up in these invalidating environments and it, it, what happens is it causes them to be on edge a lot of times. And it, the thing is, they're very amazing. A lot of people uh, would compare this one to bipolar. So, and this is the thing about psychology. Everyone just like pretty much knows nothing about anything, mm-hmm. like psychology. Well, I but, think but like, because oh, yeah, it's not like heart disease where you can be like, you know, you look at somebody's heart and it's like 95% clogged with crap, cholesterol going in. Then it's like, oh, yeah, you've got some heart disease. Whereas like, you know, your brain's all in chaos. How do you diagnose that? It's not like you can yeah, take but, an MRI but, but, and be like, oh, look, okay. at you, you got some shit thoughts going on. Because that's shit for brains. You do have shit for brains, <laughs> but we're talking about something else now. <laughs> um, the the uh, uh, so a lot of people uh, like with a lot of psychology type stuff. It's like you ever hear people say it's like, oh, that person's totally bipolar. They don't know what the hell bipolar is. Right. Uh, bipolar, you don't just flip. It's not like boom, boom. You know, mm-hmm. they think, oh, buy it. There's two ways. You're happy or depressed, right? Uh, it's, it's kind of what bipolar is. It's, 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 you go through moments of being happy and moments of being depressed. Moments of being manic and moments of being depressed. Manic's kind of happy, isn't it? You're on top of the world. Well, no, because you can be, you Google know, you can manic. be normal happy. You can be like middle of the road happy. But manic is like, ha-ha, I'm going to go out and buy a million dollars worth of jewelry and a new car yeah, and all kinds of stuff. Like That's happy. mania. But happy, I mean, you can be out out having a good time and smiling and laughing and be like still middle. Well, yeah. Manic Bi- is like... Bipolar. Bipolar. Bipolar has... Bipolar has... Bipolar has, uh, bipolar has like a lot of constant. Mm-hmm. But then you go through these episodes of being either... Up or down. Really manic, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I, I said happy, or, or, or uh, very depressed. Mm-hmm. Sad. Um, so <laughs> you're like the source. You're like the source, Jim. <laughs> Or sad. Manic. I tried to knock it down to a couple of syllables, you know, <laughs> just, just one. <laughs> I struggle with syllables. Uh, so, so, But the thing is, like, people know bipolar. They know there's extremes, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like, oh, my God, that person's, like, really uh, upset, right? Mm-hmm. And then, oh, uh, then they go to the other extreme and stuff like that. So and that's what bipolar is to them. Um, people, uh, actually, believe it or not, uh, uh, borderline personality disorder is actually more popular than bipolar. Let's hear it for the borderline people. <laughs> but they often get misdiagnosed. And a lot of people are like, oh, they're bipolar. So, so what are the repercussions of being misdiagnosed? Uh, bipolar, you take drugs. Uh, borderline, you don't. Why wouldn't you take drugs with borderline, if, especially no, if suicide? No, drugs, drugs to c- help cure yourself. The, 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 so the, so bo- there's no drugs for borderline to make you kind of like no. even keel? No. Really? No. The, 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 well, I think that that's a flaw in the uh, medic. You're telling me that there's no dope we can give people. Wait, a drug addict? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get drugs to he everyone? Says to that. I no, honestly. The, 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 the drugs are part of it, but the drugs are for the other aspects. Of for real, right? It. Like for the side effects, like if you have borderline, you probably have depression too. 
the drugs. Yeah, yeah. You probably okay. also have anxiety. You probably also have uh, uh, ADD. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drugs are for that aspect of things to get you in a calm place. But for the, the borderline part itself, no. The, the treatment is DBT. Yes. Because you have to learn to figure to, – to deal. Yeah. These, these, these kids grew up in this, this, this environment where they weren't taught how to, to manage their gift. So basically DBT is teaching you, okay, you have this. Uh, you have this gift. You have to learn how to manage it. You know, you, 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 can't, you can't let your emotions – like you know, we know you had a rough life and all this kind of stuff. But you got to bring that shit in. It's like, yeah, people don't understand you. Yeah, mm-hmm. deal with it. Well, maybe it's it's because you know they say uh, you have to find your tribe. You know, like okay, you, if people around you aren't understanding you, they're not your tribe. People aren't supporting you, whatever. So maybe those people just need to find better people to be around well, instead yeah. of trying to fit in with the. Uh, yeah, and that's why I say. And actually, I think that applies to a lot of other things too. Like like because uh, this DBT type stuff is going to apply to. Like when I start reading on, up on this kind of stuff. Um, I was like, that's fine. And I was reading out because Ronnie told me to. She made me do it. She made me do your fucking homework. And I, unlike Ronnie, I listen to her and I do that homework. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie does not. So, so I was doing it. I'm doing it right now. God. So I was doing it because Ronnie told me to do the homework and stuff like that. And, and, and then I was like, I was, I was all focused on Ronnie, 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 Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about right now. So that's how focused I am. <laughs> that's what my wife Erica was saying. Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. <laughs> so anyways, I had an issue pop up. You know, I remember at one point I, I'm studying up on this stuff because Ronnie. And, and, and then uh, Erica, had my wife, had a, had a really bad day and stuff like that. And, and, and she she got really upset, and, and I did some of the stuff that this class tells you not to do. <laughs> oh boy! I invalidated her. I went to solution mode. I mean, I, I did all the things that I was studying up for a long time. I was like, oh, I can apply this to other things too. <laughs> so, oh my god! DBT isn't just for dealing with Ronnie; it's for everybody. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Erica. You're, you should have a medal. <laughs> I don't know how she does it sometimes. Because I'm good at bed. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm gonna no. Need, I'm going to need some drink. Uh, and my not drinking fees is going to be broken. Jimmy, you're driving me to <laughs> So bipolar disorder has two phases known as manic and depressive episodes, whereas borderline personality disorder has two phases known as splitting or black and white thinking episodes. Um, Bipolar disorder is not much related to life events, whereas bipolar disorder is strongly associated with life events. Bipolar disorder has at least one episode of mania or hypomania mostly associated with euphoria and depression. Whereas bipolar uh, borderline has more related to mood changes owned by inherited personality, including irritability, sadness, feelings of emptiness, and anxiety. Bipolar has more impulsive is a more impulsive nature, only associated with the context of manic or depressive phases. Whereas borderline is impulsivity is a chronic presenting complaint in patients. Yeah. So there we go. Um, well, this doesn't mean that much to me, by the way. Um, so what I do as a, as a geek type person, not to discount you at all, Ronnie, but, but so when we read up all these slides of what their, their formal definitions are, to me it's like blah, 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 blah. It's like, can you simplify it down for me a little bit more? And, but, but one of the big things about bipolar is uh, bipolar tends to be in waves. Mm-hmm. So I think the average is like 13 weeks. So a person would be 13 weeks depressed. Uh, 
You read that somewhere? Yeah, that's why I said it. That's uh, really kind of crazy I because get, I, 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 I think I have the cross reference here too. I think I got web links here. Um, huh? Interesting. Well, there, well, there could be rapid cycling bipolar you, disorder, but you don't do it in an hour. I know some people fucking seem to, but that'd be, that's probably a bipolar person. I mean, a, a borderline person. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so so usually that medications work for bipolar because yes, it can be shorter. On average, thirteen weeks mania, thirteen weeks you know maybe huh. normal. It's, it's, I think there's typically like two episodes a year, uh, so you have a lot of normal in there. But then you go through like a wave of like uh, being manic, then you go through a wave of being depressed. So it's a wave. It's not like a thing. A borderline person is triggered. And it's usually mm-hmm. triggered by the people that are really close to them. Uh, this is one thing. The most common uh, borderline triggers are relationships triggers or interpersonal distress. Many people with uh, borderline experience intense fear and anger, impulsive behavior, self-harm, and even suicidal in the wake of a relationship events that make them feel either rejected, criticized, or abandoned. And if you think about that, what I just said, all the things that their whole life was bringing up, being very sensitive, they're being attuned to people. They're always being criticized for not knowing what the hell they're doing. You know, they're being rejected because they're like, oh my, you're overreacting and stuff like that. And then, you know, if you grew up in a, a bad, like I would worry about kids that grow up in a divorced house, household, you know, because that's abandoned. Yeah. Hello, I grew up in a, a divorced house, and it was kind of like when my parents got divorced, I remember me and my brothers were all like, finally. Damn, shut the hell uh, yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, did you feel abandoned at all? No. I was like, okay, bye. Later. And then when they both moved out and it was just the three of us kids living in the house, we were kind of like, oh, my God, thank God. There's like it's, you, so much That's the definition of abandoning. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't feel abandoned. We felt like kind of relief because it was like so stressful. Like there was, it was so stressful with these people. Like, oh my God. And I mean, mind you, now I, I have like an amazing relationship with right, both of my right, parents. Right, right. But um, at the time, like, damn, people, get your shit together. Bye. Well, yeah, but at one point, I mean, how could you go through that and, and, and not feel like, uh, it's like, it's like, you know, I should have grown up like, like with, with Ward and June Cleaver. You know, why weren't they my parents? Could you imagine Ward and June Cleaver? You know, they totally banged Actually, each other. Actually, They didn't have just a single bed. Come on. You know, they like <laughs> <laughs> two single beds they, separated. They never do show the basement with their little sex dungeon. <laughs> but, um, no, I did notice that my, my closest friends, um, and I spent so much of my childhood at their homes, their parents were still married and, like, all, like, lovey and happy and crap. And it was one of those things where I was kind of like, oh, that's really kind of nice. Yeah, actually, my, my, my best friend, long distance, long time, uh, Eric, uh, I always admired his parents. I loved his parents to death because mm-hmm. uh, I just – I loved watching his uh, dad walk home and, uh, and give uh, Mrs. Garrett a, you know, a, a kiss and a hug and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Hug the little kids. And then uh, they, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Garrett were going to the uh, kitchen. She'd have a, a cheese and – you know, was it cheese board or whatever? It is. But a cheese place up there, and they have some wine there, and just talk about the day. And I just, I just looked what at what the hell. And they, 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 they always had guardians. Is his mom Donna Reed? No, they, they, she, she's she's uh, they're amazing. But they they used to do gardening. They both were master gardeners. They used to golf together. I, that, geez, it just dawned on me. That's probably why I had the philosophy of trying to do everything with Erica because because uh, I think I think good relationships are uh, you should do everything together. It's like you know, they garden together, they golf together. I mean, th- this year I got back on the same golf league with Erica. 
You know, is it because why? Because I like her and I want to do this. She's my best friend. I mean, uh, you know, she's super best friend. I'm sorry, Ronnie. You're like, you're one tier below her. Just one, just one, just one. Just a sliver, just a sliver. But you, <laughs> but she, you know, she trumps you a little bit. So, <laughs> you know, you know, I've always been okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you have. I know you. But, 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 uh, um, God, where do we go to here? But, yeah, but, 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 if you, yeah, so I mean, you, I like those kind of families and my, my parents were like, uh, not quite that, you know, but my parents stayed together, thank God, you know. But you look at like, like, all when if I saw one of your parents, your other one was right there too. They like, were always. They were, but it's like how they were together. They weren't like Mister Mrs. Gar, Mister Mrs. Gar, like all lovey dovey. They weren't lovey dovey, but you just knew they were good. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. they, 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 they it shouldn't be using last names, but but you know, the, <laughs> well, no, because they're, they're they're very exceptional people. I mean, they, they deserve the credit. I mean, there's something a family I admire. I had a good family because, like, it's like my. You know, except for my dad calling me shit for brains all the time. You know, is... <laughs> sometimes the <laughs> truth needs to be said. <laughs> my dad validated me all the time. Yeah, Jimmy, you do have shit for brains. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it wasn't invalidating you. Maybe it was just trying to point out the obvious. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but it's, it's interesting. This, this borderline thing is, and actually, what, what Doug a lot more into this thing. It, it's like as a, and so we read up on all of these, 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 these. Uh, Oh, the, the borderline people are usually triggered. And like I said, it's triggered by usually by the people they're closest to. Uh, a borderline person can be walking around the world. And, you, and this is why the psychiatrists have a hard time. They see a person like, you're fine. You seem normal to me. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no issue. The only people I actually see it are the people that are really, really close to them because that's where they're super sensitive about. Yeah. You know, that that's, you know, because there used to be, they have abandonment issues and they're almost looking for people to reject them all the time. They're, they're looking for it in a sense because that's was their life. Right. And, and, and then they get in these relationships. And so I wonder if they're actually looking for validation that, that how they were brought up of being kind of rejected was truly how they were meant to be treated. You know, I mean, like, it's kind of like, this is what I'm used to. So I'm going to just, be like this and until they reject me and be like, yeah, of course they don't. So then they're still right. I don't know. They did, they did, they did, uh, um, they, they, they interviewed a whole bunch of these borderline people and it's like they, they had like, they had this really. Who's this they? One of the websites. Someone, someone does tell you. In a study of 10 people, let's see. In a study of 10 people, they would rather appear to be, okay. Uh, apparently they say that they have identity issues. Some of them like try to hide their identity or something like that. And they, they, they think they have uh, identity issues. So in a study of 10 people, it's a small study, uh, they would rather appear to be lacking in identity than have confirmed their perceptions of the sums being flawed because they grew mm. up being told they're, they're, they're flawed their whole life. Uh, they did not see themselves as having an illness, but as leading a life in which they're constantly struggling against feelings of despair. The, the sense of emotional pain and despair they reported as overwhelming. Uh, they all expressed the wish to die, uh, wish not to be alive. You know, that, that's the, the big thing with these borderline people. And it's like, you know, essentially they're, they're kind of like a gift, but their gift's been abused so much that, uh, you, know, they, 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 you know, by the people are close to them, the family. Mm-hmm. And so when they get close to someone, they're almost looking for that family to like abandon them or break mm-hmm. apart. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm divorce, saying. Like, divorce. so kind of uh, validating that the family was right. So that it doesn't discredit what they've already met, been made to believe about themselves. Yeah. Maybe that's right. Maybe that's right. Same thing. We're saying the same thing. Yeah. We're good. I, th- I think the biggest thing is that they're always looking for the next failure. They're used to so much failure. They're always looking for the next one. Uh-oh, Dave's back. Whatever. It, it, you know, it's, it's really – actually, I, I might do another show on this thing because like it's, it's, it's a – 
because you know, actually, I started looking up on the good side of this thing because a lot of times these things people are negative, and I started saying, "What's good about this thing?" And, and like the, the people are very intuitive, they're very empathetic. You know, they they have these really gifts and stuff like that. They just been you know very. Um, Here's a big quote I put here. Uh, you are in no way bad. You are not too much. Uh, what you are is sensitive, intuitive, gifted individual who was deprived of the right kind of nourishment as you were growing up. Your high level of awareness and acuity. Acuity? Acuity. Oh, that sounds really good. Acuity. <laughs> to, to, to subtleties is uh, not only unusual, but it's also extremely precious. So that's what they grew up up, but by the environment they grew up in, it was bad, and they felt really bad about themselves. And it's like, you know, I think they should highlight that when probably other disorder too is they probably should highlight all these these good things. It's like it's like me. It's like I, I, I talk about the astrology. It's like Dave the bitch. You know, I was like, <laughs> I was like it's a good thing. Yeah, but we like the bitch. You know, he tells us, "Hey guys, time's up. Yeah, go." <laughs> you know, sometimes the bitch has its price. You know, it's like everyone mm-hmm. has a gift, and that's kind of like my whole message behind this whole show. I wonder if there's any correlation between astrological sign and tendency towards. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> that's exactly what I want to do next. That's one of the studies <laughs> I want to do. Did that like the whole Winnie Pooh type thing? Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting. I wonder if the people in your category, the crazy people, are, are like the uh, are more prone to that one. Depends. Because that's what you do. I mean, you do that. That's what I love about you. I mean, you, you do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I see the gift in you. Is he saying that I'm crazy? No, I, I, yeah. Exactly I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the good Reverend Jim. This <laughs> is my best friend, <laughs> my crazy it's friend, me. Ronnie. And uh, go to thegoodreverendjim.com for more information. I put some of these links up here. I found, I did a lot of research last night. I found some really good links. And uh, I put them out there. And I want to say hello to my favorite people in the whole wide world, Miss Silly Sally Potato Pie and Mabel Marie Blue Bear. And I miss you guys. Uh, I'll see you on Thursday. I love Thursday. you. Hey, right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's our day. <laughs> <laughs>